0: Nuclear proliferation. Global pandemic. Famine. Environmental genocide. War. Mankind teeters on the brink of a second Dark Age. Everywhere you turn, chaos, anarchy, and shadow. In these bleak days, under the fading light, where businesses and the little guy are left for dead on the side of the byway, and people cry out for the rule of law. Humanity is at a breaking point, where there is no light at the end of the tunnel, and everything good seems to have been barred, or banned, or barred. Two men offer up their voices in the darkness, a shining beacon leading the huddled masses into the safe harbor of good business practices and occasional time travel. Here are your hosts, the Sirens of Sanity, David Pridham, and L. Bradley Sheaf.
1: It's good to be back uh, together again in the uh, aisle of Martha's Vineyard. We've got the Boys of Summer, got a live studio audience here, and uh, you and I are headed for the cable radio network, my friend.
2: Terribly excited about all of it. I I didn't realize the whole island wasn't a vineyard until I got here, but it turns out that that's not a bad thing. They have roads, they have restaurants. I thought when you invited us out that it was just going to be you and me and grapes grapes, grapes. naked yeah. frolicking yeah none of which is a bad thing but yeah. I, I i was glad to find that they have hotels restaurants indoor plumbing all that's very nice if you haven't been to martha's vineyard i recommend it the boys of summer frequently come here
1: great song yeah also a great, great song. song probably and, uh, the best eagle of all time don henley correct
2: well, i'm a big joe walsh guy buddy i gotta tell you yeah
1: yeah I'm, I'm gonna say henley you're wrong there And also, they're a second-rate band, right? I mean, if you look at the great bands of Southern California. Compared
2: to the Little River Band. Correct. Yeah.
1: Greatest rock band of all time. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. Listen, once again, you and I are on the same page, live in Martha's Vineyard, celebrating our uh, premiere uh, on the cable radio network in in mid-September. I'm excited about that. Right about the time the uh, NFL kicks off the big football season.
2: It's IP even more frequently.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes we pee more than it depends on if you're drinking the Gatorade with the electrolytes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but good stuff. And we have a live studio audience. We've got a couple of uh, dear people, dear and near to our heart, and we've got a uh, another uh, friend uh, local to Edgartown uh, who has joined us here today, courtesy of the Chamber of Commerce. Glad to have him. Glad to have Silas Moody here. A third degree coxman is here with us. I did not know
2: that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. A member of the Edgartown Yacht Club. He's a ghost here today. He is a ghost here today. He is not here. He's a ghost. Okay, but third degree coxman. He has got his crested jacket on. I wondered about the, the big jacket, uh, buttons, and he's yeah. gonna uh, he's gonna be weighing in. And our lovely brides, Miss um, uh Prudom, Miss Krista Schaefer, here as well to weigh in as we go. Lots to talk about. Lots to discuss. Lots to get to. Um, but first, we want to say thank you for joining IP Frequently, the number one business podcast on record.
2: On record in the universe,
1: this is where yeah. people come. Yeah, how exciting is this?
2: It's very exciting. I'm excited, Silas is clearly excited based on the uh bulge in his jacket and looking forward to being on the podcast with us.
1: Yeah, and we and, and look, last week we had a great um uh turnout uh for our invention of the week. Indeed. Uh, we also have had uh, four lawsuits now filed against Norman from Atlantic City uh, because he invented the uh, spife yeah. or the or the or the fife. The fife. The fife. He
3: hadn't
2: taken it up the next level to the spife.
1: The combination of the fork and the razor sharp knife yeah. didn't work out so well for Norman. But we last week, as I said, we had 10,000 submissions had to discard about 990 two of them, and then we had eight left, and we picked the best we could get, right? right? So this week, we've got a, a new um, uh, invention of the week. We've got news newsreel. We've got the COVID covey as you like to call it. I do. Uh, we've got barter band, and we've got uh, the never-ending Venera Chronicles with Venera 15. I hope
2: that never ends. They we're, up may not. 15.
1: They we're up to 15. They uh, are up
2: to 15. Don't tell me how many there are.
1: Well, I, I don't know. Oh,
2: okay. I know there are at least okay. 15. Fair enough. That's you what we can't have. end a space program unless it's on a prime number. That's correct. my understanding.
1: That's that's absolutely correct. So we're gonna keep going for a that's while. Good. Anyway.
2: I'm for
1: it. Yeah, yeah. So where to begin? Uh, probably with newsreel. We have some guests here who are uh uh wanting to um wanting to weigh in. And of course, the number one issue here in Edgar Town is the big Barack Obama 60th birthday party. You and I are here for that. Correct. Uh we are gonna be doing some of the MCing, but now they've canceled it because of the COVID. Uh what do you what do you think? Should we still head over there? Do you think they're gonna have or are we still going to get paid?
0: Well,
2: one would certainly hope so. I mean, we've come all the way out here. For
1: yeah, yeah, we're here. We're on the island. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful day out. Um, Obama's birthday is coming up. Pearl Gem's going to play. The entertainment's Stephen Spielberg. We're going to MC it, but now it's canceled. COVID, no canopies, nothing. So we really don't have much to do. We've convened this great sort of our cabinet or kitchen cabinet, the War Council here. Right. Exactly. So what do you, what do you think about this whole cancel? Should they have canceled it or no? They
2: should not have canceled. It's crazy. The, the whole Delta variant, COVID, all those people are vaccinated. It's just nuts. Frankly, I just think Barack didn't ever want to do it. He was looking for any excuse to get out of it. I get that. I hate birthday parties myself. And so I, I my opinion is, is that he just said, this is a great excuse for me not to do it, but it works to our benefit. I mean, we may not get paid. We're not going to get the tasty treats but we do have a Coxman third class that has
1: joined the podcast that we would not have otherwise had. Yeah, and he's a good friend of Peggy Fleming. Remember the actress, Peggy Fleming? She had a play, she, skater. Yeah, she had an affair with Gary Cooper, the big star.
2: Oh, that's right. A big movie. So he, yes. he's
1: a good friend. He, he knew her after her fourth stroke. So, biblically, I think. Now, those sheets oh, were damp, too.
2: Apparently. Yeah, yes. so let's, yeah.
1: why don't we go around the horn. Emberly, what do you think about the Obama birthday bash being canceled? Are you disappointed? I'm a I was looking
0: forward to seeing oprah
1: big star krista what do you think
0: yeah i'm bummed too it would have been nice to hop up
1: silas were you and the coxman going to be there for this or, or what
3: i was not invited and had no reason to attend uh-huh. so you were going to go anyway no what class of coxman do you need to be to go to the
2: president's birthday party fourth oh so you're just one class off yes or is it I, better I
1: to be attend. third could attend is that, it like fourth degree? Then you get third degree. The best you can do is first, or is so it so, the best is fourth? The best, so you're close.
3: I'm there. How many I'm people have there.
1: to? How many people have to die for you to become a world class fourth level coxman?
3: Six. Well, right, te- six and a half right now. One is in the nursing home. Yeah. So that would be the half.
1: Okay.
2: So based so saw
3: six, the fourth degree coxman we saw last night, that has to be true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's you wear whites in the day, and then you wear your buckles at night. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. See, that's yeah. nice. That's that nice. So he nice. won't be going to the. Uh, the party and that's too bad because uh, a lot of people came here for this party uh it's barack obama who was the president
2: yeah they should I have let, let him celebrate him. his 60th birthday i know it's let a, a man celebrate his birthday yeah i completely agree
1: with that. yeah well i mean i guess that's it though it's off it's off. we it's got, got nothing to do now for, for the next week
2: no well we'll
1: figure it out we'll go to, maybe go to the venue and frolic uh next is the governor of new york mario cuomo found uh to um have uh, essentially harassed a number of different women um, and also murdered a bunch of seniors in the process of the whole COVID thing. Uh, the attorney general, who seems to be an opportunistic Democrat, has uh, come out with this story.
2: It's a, a nice way to put it.
1: President Biden has said he should resign. The mayor of the communist mayor of New York, de Blasio, has said he should resign. He's been disinvited from the Obama party. Why don't we start with the Coxman? What do you think about this whole Cuomo thing?
3: I think he should resign.
1: It's outrageous what he did. It is, it's outrageous. Outrageous. Yes, But I mean, if it were Trump that did this, he'd probably already be in shackles.
3: Correct. Yeah, yeah. he'd be at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, uh, he would. Yeah.
1: What's worse, yeah. the harassment of the women or murdering all those seniors?
2: I'm lost. Who murdered the seniors?
1: Uh, governor yeah. Cuomo. Maybe Brad, do you want to? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was, as you
2: may recall, as the governor of New York, he made the command decision to forcibly place COVID-positive patients into nursing homes full of the most at-risk demographic in the united states and he did that because he is a total jackass Mm -hmm. and he doesn't care about human life and while i would love to see the guy go down for the sexual harassment and molestations of these women because he deserves to it does boggle the mind that if he does go down, that's what he's going down for. When he was responsible for the deaths of thousands of people.
1: It's like getting Al Capone for putting for razor blades evasion. in the apple. The no, tax evasion.
2: Yes. Yeah. He also put razor blades in apples. They didn't get him for that. No. Because you can't get a fingerprint off an apple.
1: Yeah. It's very difficult. Okay. So it looks like he's going down though. Good. Yeah. He's out. Well, he I will be out. Wait,
0: how many women came ago. forward?
1: Uh, there were uh, over six. It's six to, to 11.
0: 11. Yeah, I
1: heard
2: 11. Yeah. Well, 11. Yeah. Might have been a, this it might be a baker's share. dozen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A baker's dozen. A baker's, a baker's dozen. dozen.
1: At that point, you do say the old rule is if you have one accusation, you can look at it with the level of gravity it deserves, but also understand that. it's one. Uh, but if it's more than one, if they start adding up, you assume that there is a uh, big fire where there's smoke. Yes. If True. That, I feel sorry for his
0: wife and his kids.
1: I do. Well, doesn't wife. That's a good thing. He uh, oh, His is wife divorced go- him. Yeah. Oh. Okay. She was one. Of the, <laughs> she, she was way in front of this. He was married to one that's of the Kennedys, right. who that's cheated right. on him with uh, somebody else. So that's yeah. She was ahead of him. Uh, but yeah, so it's a. It looks like the uh, Empire State's going to have a new governor. Um, let me let me ask the lieutenant. Go. Do
2: you have any idea? Yeah,
1: oh, it's a Democrat.
2: Well, I assume that. I I don't know. I mean, I, I don't live in
1: New York, for God's sakes. But but let's ask uh, our good friend Mr. Moody, Silas so Moody, third degree coxman, Are you uh, interested in running? And if you are nominated, will you serve? Uh, as the uh, next governor of the Empire State?
3: No interest in running.
1: None? None. Whatsoever.
2: Would you have to surrender your position as a coxman third degree were you to take on the governorship of New York? You would. You would? Yes. I can see where you wouldn't want to be. It's that. a conflict. I have never had a blazer like Silas is wearing. Yeah. I've, this is the first time I've been With this the emblem, close to a blazer. It's a beautiful emblem. It is. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, third degree is third degree. So that is um, that is something. So there we are. We'll continue to monitor that. There is now a criminal probe. Um, good. Not uh, not good at all, my friend. Not good at all.
2: Well, not good for him. Good for the rest of the state of New York
1: and America, yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah, we'll say. And, and, and again, women you, everywhere. You can't bring the seniors back, but uh, you well, can no, only okay, hope to remember them at some point. Uh, next is the uh, minute uh, where we talk about uh, where technology intersects with business, because small business owners all over the place are wondering how they can survive that's yeah. a
2: long title the minute where we talk about where technology intersects with business we should yeah. come up with a short what's well, the
1: technology cubby that's also a cubby it's a cub- well i mean look you call it a cubby i don't call it a cubby so scarlett johansson in the new uh disney movie is now suing disney for royalties that's a because good
2: we watched that, that it was, was a good, good yeah it's yeah. very good yeah, yeah it's like worth it. watching okay.
1: Yeah. okay this isn't a movie review brad we're talking about the lawsuit where she was supposed to get a
2: suit for a good movie.
1: Well, she was getting a percent of the gross and they put it on Disney Plus and there's no gross. Yeah, they screwed her. There's no gross. Yes, correct. So so do you think artists should be treated like that or no? No, I I mean, especially, look, I'm no lawyer. You're no
2: coxman. I'm not a coxman. But if she had a contract that said she was entitled to a percentage of the gross and they were going to put it in actual theaters for a percentage of time or number of plays or some such thing before they put it out on the TV, and then they put it out on the TV, then yeah, she's entitled to literally everything coming
1: to her. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, because there are a lot of people with contracts like this in the movie business, where they get a percentage of the gross, yeah. and they get ticket sales, and they, they negotiate that into their deal. So it's going to be interesting to, to see. But, uh, Emily, what do you think? Should artists get a share of the proceeds from their um from their work or should they it's sort of like the taylor swift issue right where someone bought her uh, entire catalog up from under her and, and, and if you
0: own it you get the profits
1: there you go that's a good point yeah that's a rule of thumb she doesn't let into some stone
2: she could almost be a master
1: it? coxman just from that statement alone second degree boom yeah, white a so second degree a little more assertive than moody has been so far today
2: well, we'll get to the moody minute here in a the minute. So
1: there's going to be a moody minute. Don't don't worry. But that's it. that's it. We'll continue to monitor that as well. Very exciting stuff happening in the Land of Oz. Disney?
2: They, do they own? They might own Oz.
1: They might. They
2: own quite a bit. The Black Widow's going to kick their ass. You watch.
1: Well, we'll see. I mean, that's going to be uh it's going to be a, a template for others to use and you never know. I mean, if the cable radio network doesn't pay us the royalties they owe us, we could be next in line. We'd be relying on this as our Brown versus Board of Education or Margaret versus Matt is like widow suit. Yeah, I'd wear it. You I'd wear it for yeah. you. I'd wear it for you. I
2: appreciate that. I what sure would. What about
1: me? I'd wear it for you too. I'm not going to wear it for him. What is he, crazy? <laughs> Selfish. Uh, next, Brad, COVID corner. COVID is back. The Delta variant. People are dropping like flies. Hospitals are stressed. Uh, schools are requiring. Matt, does, let me ask you this, um, Silas, can I call you Silas? You may. Perfect. Um, do you, as a coxman, have any COVID-related restrictions that you require? I assume you have a bunch of junior coxmen running around. Who you mentor? Uh, there's several, there's several. There are a number of, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Are they here all year or do they go somewhere in the, um, in the, in the winters?
3: They're usually in Florida in the winter. Whereabouts? Uh, Palm Beach.
1: Palm Beach. Oh, so you run with sort of an elite crowd.
3: Someone say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. So do you guys have any COVID restrictions, requirements? Are you social distancing from your fellow Coxman? Not at all. No. no, no six feet. No. No. Almost touching is what mm-hmm. yeah. You know, just nodding your head is not good for radio. It's not good. Well,
3: years ago, there was a kind of a guideline, it's a manuscript that was that was drawn up yeah. for the Coxman. And they did touch on if something had happened, like a pandemic, mm-hmm. what to do like what, smallpox what would you local or global global okay are there coxmen all over the world or just in Edgar Town? all over the world okay That's oh. right. and one of the things that was was in the manuscript was herd immunity herd immunity they're big believers
2: now there's a difference though in the way you approach a global pandemic if you're a desert coxman as opposed to a maritime cox yeah. as silas so
1: he's a mary he has a yacht yeah he, he does, does. Mm-hmm. Teak decks, teak decks. Yeah, it's very nice. He is not going to have a problem. Like if he if he sails into Osterville Harbor, for example, um, he is not going to have a problem getting accepted for local yacht club because he has a ready letter of introduction from, from his, his captain. captain. Yeah, Stop all of this correct, right? You,
2: need, yeah. you do need that if you're going to go from yacht club to yacht club. You need a letter of introduction from your mm-hmm. captain. Yeah. And again, these are from the maritime coxman. Desert coxman and jungle coxman have different rules. There are jungle coxman. Jung, there are jungle. Oh rules. yes really yeah mosquitoes are a problem for a jungle well coach. malaria <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah, yeah. well that's interesting so uh there are no rules that you are not requiring your junior coxman to be vaccinated no are you worried about the health and well-being of your senior coxman no no because you'll move up at that point yeah, right. Right. Ah, genius yeah 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 like
0: a major league is- is- we, have a, we have a genius on our yeah. hands yeah this is yeah.
1: this is interesting this you is very obituaries every day just like a major league umpire
2: looking <laughs> looking to get a game
1: yeah very interesting. Well, we now have New York City mandating masks once again. Good for them. Coxman or otherwise. I'm not going. Vaccinated, unvaccinated, um, did not check any box. Everyone has to wear a mask indoors. Um, and now the mayor of Boston has come out and said that's akin to slavery, right? Requiring people to wear masks, which maybe that's correct. I mean, who knows?
2: I don't necessarily disagree with that.
1: Yeah, so, um, Brad, what do you think? Should we be worried about the fact that we're headed back towards a full-blown pandemic and we're going to be wearing masks? And, well, and what what message do we give to the business owners out there who are wondering, should they go back to the office? Do they wear masks? Um, what, what do you think about well,
2: that? I mean, again, there's nothing I love more than these folks saying, well, it's the science. We've got to follow the science. Look at the science. It's all about science. science. That's a crack of crap. If you look at the science, the hospitals are not stressed. Very few people are dying from the Delta variant. It's a made up crisis. It's just another mechanism to allow control by the children that we have running this country. And so I think, you know, as a small business owner, someone has to put a stake in the ground and say, not me, right? Certainly that's what we're doing in the Harbor. Harbor. no one's going to be wearing masks. We're not mandating vaccinations. We're getting back into our office. We're going to treat this like adults. We're going back to work. There's business to be done. I suggest all small business owners do that. And maybe we can lead, as small business owners, we can lead by example here and show these lunatics who are purportedly running the country
1: the way you do it. So you're saying get back in the office, man and woman up, and stop exactly. the bullshit is what you're saying. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, Amberlee, what do you think about that?
0: Listen, I haven't been sick in a whole year, so I don't really mind a mask or two.
1: Ah, the quad- contrarian.
0: Kristen, what do you think? I feel like if you
3: are worried about it and you you have not been vaccinated and you are at risk that you need to take your own precautions and wear a mask and stay home or social distance, if you want, but if you are not worried about it, and you are willing to take the chance, then you should be able to live your life.
1: Well, let me ask you this. I mean, there are other diseases out there that are problematic for people. I know Mr. Moody just recently got over a case of scurvy um, because he didn't take any any vitamin C for a period, was that six years when you were at C, sir? Correct. That's correct. So how would you treat that? Do you think the government that mandates masks should mandate that Moody maybe eat an orange or um, maybe have a piece of key lime pie or a tart? For example, or do you think we should just allow him to live uh, his life without enjoying the fruits of the uh, citrus tree? Fruits of the fruit. Moody, why don't you tell us about uh, the, the 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 whole uh, scurvy? Because not many people out there have had scurvy, I and mean, most of those people are dead.
2: Yeah. It's very of of
1: difficult to get yeah. scurvy in the first world. Yeah, it's like salt pork and please nothing else. Please
0: enlighten us.
3: Well, a lot of people don't know that scurvy still goes on. It's but scurvy. there is a website, if you're interested in to find out about scurvy, I believe it's uh, stopscurvy.org uh-huh. is the website. But it's really well-trafficked. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it's one of those things you don't think that can happen to you. Until, until it, happens. it happens. Right. It's almost like getting struck by lightning.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Does it happen to a lot of cocksmen that they end up with scurvy? No. Just you.
3: That's how I got from second class
2: yes. to third class. You experienced the scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's yeah. not, I mean, but that's another problem, right? Yeah. The scurvy. Can you explain
2: time. what scurvy is? Well,
1: Brad is the medical expert here.
3: Also a well, Navy man. And it's yeah. known to be, you know, years ago, it was in the Navy. Oh, sure. Yeah. No,
1: well, I know Navy. you guys have your own vernacular because you're both men of the sea. Correct. But for those of us who are not, maybe we could dumb it down a little bit. All right.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, expert is a stretch, obviously, but scurvy is a disease that occurs from a deficit of vitamin C. And yes, it did regularly occur in the old, you know, sailing navies because these guys would be out at sea. And they thought, you know, we can just eat biscuits and drink rum and maybe the 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 occasional Johnny cake, the occasional Johnny cake, which is delicious. And so what they began to do was actually put lime juice in the rum. And then when they would get ah. their daily ration of rum, then that would prevent the scurvy. So scurvy for those of you that are concerned that you might have scurvy, I know we live I'm concerned. Yes, Amberly's concerned. <laughs> I know we live in an era where now just everyone is sure. afraid that they have every disease possible because we've made such a big deal out of Why it. Why
3: not just have mimosas?
2: You could have a mimosa. right. Although that you know, I mean that's a that's a that's a typical, you know, that's a very upper class approach. It's almost like a cockspin-like. It's attitude, a cocksman-like yeah, like approach. That the average sailing man just has a little bit of lime juice in his rum. He's happy as the proverbial pig and poop. He doesn't have scurvy. All of his teeth stay in. And, he's most, you know, most
1: likely to die at that point of dysentery.
2: Yeah. I mean, you move up
1: to dysentery, right? I mean, you. But you how does someone like a, Moody get this when he's on a luxury yacht sailing around the Atlantic? That's the question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. So I think we're all back to the mask mandates. We're all kind of a little bit uh, cautious about this and we think that maybe it's more government overreach is that fair to say yes okay and we are kind of concerned about our dear friend here who's got scurvy
2: yes but the mask's not going to help him no no
1: he'll die with the mask on somebody just hand him a damn grapefruit right yes or something. or just a vitamin c supplement what about a vodka tonic with a lime in it that's, that's all he needs true. boom he's yeah. right out of the scurvy that's a shame it's a shame but anyway you know it's neither here nor there but masks seem to be back for those of you who are um uh planning on going back into the uh office and looking for government guidance good luck good luck uh next brad is the world famous rip report mm-hmm. uh this is where we talk about things that are um happening uh out in the uh in the um graveyards apparently. in the graveyards we yeah. talk about all the people that uh are not uh, uh with us anymore mm-hmm. this week of course we have a special episode we have this roundtable discussion. discussion yeah it's and and, and you know that you and I like to report on things uh, of uh, the animal kingdom as well as the human and fish. We do. Yeah. 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 So um, and, and this week, we have the big report out of the World uh, Health Organization for Animals that uh, there is an unusual pattern emerging of chimpanzees who are usually um, benign creatures of God killing gorillas this is something that's unprovoked it is happening it is there are headlines to this effect um, hundreds and hundreds of gorillas have been killed by, by chimpanzees. chimpanzees there are people that are saying it's global warming there are other people blaming donald trump so, you know, january 6th um the worst sedition since the civil war Correct. or beyond yeah, absolutely. um so brad what do you what do you what do you think is is causing these chimpanzees to murder these gorillas is, would it be murder well, no, it's not murder. I mean, unless
2: you consider a chimpanzee to be a free moral agent, which most people don't, and certainly killing, I feel bad for the gorillas. I, I, I would have told you, buddy, and, and I'm no primate expert.
1: But you play one on TV. I,
2: I have. Yes, I have aren't chimpanzees significantly smaller than gorillas? Well, that's
1: a good, that is a good point. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard this report, but it looks like groups of chimpanzees are, yeah. So the first attack uh, that they started tracking this December, 2019, more than two dozen chimps went after five gorillas. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's sort of like a sky
1: low, low, let all the midget wrestlers after King Kong Bundy Mm -hmm. similar Yes. Yeah. Actually, very similar. Another national treasure has gone right. too soon. Yes. Yeah, indeed.
2: Yeah, I don't I, I feel bad for the gorillas. That's got to be a terrible feeling to know that you're being surrounded by angry, crazed, perhaps scurvy laden. Mm-hmm. Have they, Has anyone looked into that? Is it the scurvy? Well, it could it be chimps. COVID.
1: Could it be COVID? It could be. Could COVID be driving these chimpanzees crazy?
2: Well, the gorillas wear masks and the chimpanzees don't.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's, that's, it. that's
2: commonly known. And so, look, I mean, that's another problem with the mask mandate, right?
1: Yeah. Be surrounded by chimps. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. So I mean, I, I will continue to monitor this. I mean, this is a problem that we're all facing. Moody, do you have any comments on the chimpanzees murdering the gorillas, but not murdering, just killing
3: no, I, I don't. I, I just don't understand why they would do that. Do
1: you see any of this um, sort of intense rivalry with your junior coxman? Do they, have you ever had a coxswain? You're sort
2: of coxman? like a gorilla in the coxman society at the third degree. I mean, yeah. I think that's fair to say. You're not a silverback like you would be if you were a fourth <laughs> degree correct but you're you're more of a gorilla than you are a chimp at this point that's right so if you saw yourself being surrounded
3: it, by in fact it's funny are you, coxman, are you familiar with the coxman vernacular I, I am not because it does go chimp orangutan gorilla so you're an orangutan
2: well
3: yes yes from so okay. my way to being are those
2: the ones with the, hopefully with the big red butts yes okay yeah yeah okay that that's makes right. sense now having met you yes yep. you. all right and so would 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 you be concerned if you were surrounded by junior coxswain, chimpanzee level coxman, as an rank? Yes. Okay. That's I would a fair be. answer. I, I would be. be. I would be as well. Yes.
1: Well, that's exciting. I mean that that is uh, really exciting. I think we're getting more um, uh, of a global viewpoint. We've never had a coxman on set before. No.
2: Certainly yeah. not during a crisis in the lower primates.
1: No, and this is showing an elitist. Point of view that you normally don't get, and our listeners certainly will appreciate. It. Yeah, they yeah. don't even have gorillas. that sweet. we are
0: David, and... did you yeah. tell your viewers that you do a mean chimpanzee call?
1: Yeah, I did. In fact, they know <laughs> that you like to. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, so I do that once in a while. Emberly treats that's, that as the mating call. That's very good. And um, each of really our three effective. children.
2: As you have three children under the age of six. Yeah,
1: each of our three children were born after that call was given by one of us. So, yes, that's correct. That's that's correct. Uh, Next, Brad, we go to our world famous uh, segment that we just started last week, and it's already gaining global attention. It's been written up in a couple of newspapers. uh, The invention of the week. This is where you and I go through thousands of submissions. Uh Thousands. Thousands. Literally. Last week, it was 10,000. Amazing the numbers. Yeah, decisions. incredible. And then we got the five. By
2: the time we got to the five,
1: and uh, we go through them, we evaluate them, and we help one lucky contestant get inventor. a U.S. patent. Yes, uh, and become an inventor. Yes, officially.
3: Yes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Has a,
1: hey, let me ask you this, Moody. Has a coxman ever invented anything?
3: Um, good question. Important, important, or just an invention?
1: An invention, like a happy hour type thing. I
3: don't think so.
1: No. No. Interesting. <laughs> So it's becoming more and more uh, apparent that the cocksmen have uh, done uh, absolutely nothing to benefit mankind.
2: Well, the scurvy research is
1: skyrocketed. <laughs> yeah, certainly now we have a lot of clicks.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but this week, Brad, we received twelve thousand five hundred submissions. Certainly like. Uh, as uh, the rule states, we discard all those not written in English. Right. That brought us down to four hundred twenty two. Uh, we discard the ones with just photos that we totally don't understand or the ones that come from federal prisons. And we ended up with six. And the invention of the week this week is the pizza burger submitted by David in Rhode Island. And uh, what David says is that you should take a slice of pizza. Now it can either be a normal piece of pizza and a round, or it could be a square piece of Sicilian. And you take a burger, and then you take another piece of pizza, put it on top, Mm -hmm. you press that in a panini press, Mm -hmm. and then you have yourself a combination of a pizza and a burger. Yeah. And I mean, th- listen, I'm, I'm not biased here, but I am telling you, this is the greatest invention. I it's better than the Fife. There are very few side effects that I can yeah. see. Yeah,
2: very few um, other than
1: heart attack. Heart attack, yeah. yeah. I mean, these are going to be, each one of these burgers is going to be probably about 3,000 calories. At least. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can do pepperoni on it. If you want a surf and turf burger, you can put some anchovies on there, maybe some tuna fish. You know so but yeah. but I mean what do you think about this event it seems like this kid this um who may be sorry, uh, yeah maybe a coxpin I mean you come up at with an idea point, like this
2: yeah. at some point yeah
1: I uh, I love it I love both pizza
2: and burgers I think it's a stroke of genius i i, I myself I prefer the you know sort of triangular yeah. slice approach as opposed to the square Sicilian so I agree that, with that. but that's just a matter of preference. And I like it because you can you can doctor up both the pizza and the burger. You're not limited like typically if you just put a bun over a burger, you can doctor the burger. Yeah. But the bun is what it is. With the pizza burger, you can doctor them both up. Now, bringing it into the pad world, we're going to have some you know obviousness problems because there already exists hamburger pizza. So we're going to have to distinguish the pizza burger over yeah. just hamburger pizza. But I think we can do it.
1: Yeah. What do y'all think do you, the, the think pizza burger? Great, I
3: think it's a great idea. Would you
1: have a, one right now if you could?
3: Maybe, but I never finish a burger. So is it going to be good as leftovers? That's the question.
1: Well, you can't microwave it, I know that. Any pizza you microwave, you may as
3: well throw course. away.
1: And I'll tell
0: you I what, mean, you have to do it. I good leftover, but burgers? Mm, yeah,
2: the, the pizza you reheat on a pizza stone, you're a total jackass if you do it in a frying pan. I can tell you that. I don't know many who do. But for anyone who does, you cannot reheat your pizza at a frying pan.
1: Well, I guess now we can take this group uh, to the planet Venus. Let's do it. For the Venera Chronicles. Yeah. We're on Venera 15. And as you all know, because you've been listening to the podcast, Venera is a series of launches that the Soviet Union engaged in where they sent spacecraft to the planet Venus. Sometimes. And they sent them in that direction. Sometimes they miss by... Always get yeah. To Venus, yeah. yeah. But the Soviet Union from the 60s all the way through the 80s had a series of missions to the planet Venus. And most of them, so far, all of them ended up with the yeah. landing crop being obliterated by the Somebody, um,
2: atmosphere. At some point in time, you would think someone would have told the Soviets that this is a waste of time.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it's just billions and billions of dollars yeah. lobbying. Um, out the but Union. look, yeah. we're eternal optimists here. We are. And uh we see the value in exploring outer space. And we understand that the quest to colonize the planet Venus is one that uh is um we all have dreamed yeah. about
2: that. There are several unclaimed busts of Lenin <laughs> up yeah.
1: there at this point. Yeah.
2: yeah. well, they're, up on the Venera.
1: Probably not because they've been obliterated yeah. by the yes. yeah. yeah. So um Brad Venera 13, uh spacecraft sent to Venus by the Soviet Union. Um it uh it we already did, did 13. Uh, 15. 15. It's Fifty. Fifty. Okay, right. Fifty. Fifty. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. Fifty. It's all right. That's all right. I know you're a little intimidated because we have a master coxswain in the room, but it's OK. Take a breath. Yep. You'll be fine. Of an era 15 launched on uh, two June 1983 during the Reagan administration.
2: That was a lovely Krista Ring sheaf's minus seventh anniversary. Oh, really? Second, 1983. Yep.
1: Wonderful. And did yeah. you plan that? To coincide with the um Venera 15. Lunch. 15
2: has always been our favorite. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the things that brought us together early in our relationship is when we discovered our mutual affection for Venera 15 and yeah. all of its vaunted accomplishments. And when we realized that we both at the same moment said two June 1983, it just came out of our mouths as we were having dinner. We then decided, should we ever get married, we would do it on the second of June, and we did.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, why wouldn't you, right? Mm-hmm. You look at this um, important project, the Venera, Venera. Project, mm-hmm. and colonizing, I, I know colonizing Venus has always been your um, dream.
2: Yeah. It seems like a bad idea when you think about it, when you first think about it, and then when you think about it again, and even on your third thought, it seems like a bad idea. But by the time you think about it for the fourth time, you start to see cracks of day like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, what's interesting is the Venera 15 project was based in part on Venera 9. Uh, and as you remember from Venera 9, that's the one that landed. Um, the lens caps didn't come off the camera, and then it was obliterated by the yeah, atmosphere right. seconds. with seconds. second lens caps on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this is a little bit different. Um, there is no problem with the cameras on this one. Launched to the planet Venus in uh, June, uh, actually reached the orbit of the planet Venus October 10th. There didn't have to be some big course correction. It was on track. They're starting to get the hang of it. Yeah, 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 they're starting to get the hang of it. They figure 15's the charm. Yeah. Um, so it uh, actually landed on uh, Venus on October 14th. The, the camera malfunctioned, so they didn't get any images back yep. from the craft. Right. And uh, it was, um, uh, the lander was uh, launched and it lasted 48 minutes before it was obliterated, and made no difference anyway because none of the cameras. Yeah, weren't.
0: they couldn't get any pictures. Well, they
1: didn't get any feedback whatsoever. Any none, feedback. no, yeah. no, no. Okay. Okay. Well, that's you know
2: what. Let's move on to sixteen. But listen, but here's it, here's the, here's, the,
1: here's the one thing I see 16. I see that's promising about this. Okay, yeah. uh, when I look at the extensive study our crack team did of Venera 15, it says that the Venera 15 and 16 spacecraft were identical so that means next week my friend
2: 16
1: we'll be talking about 16. Outstanding how exciting is that very but this one didn't make it there was no bust of Lennon John or otherwise um but uh yeah this is um just was obliterated by the um atmosphere of the planet uh Venus
2: Venus for the 15th time in a row correct yeah
1: correct uh next Brad uh we have the business corner where you and I give advice to people who are struggling with their small business or business? Business. Business as people say, bid people do business, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week we have a question from a good uh uh um Texan person in oh, Texas. Nice.
2: Okay. Uh good Dan Texas
1: Dan asks us as small business owners, how are you dealing with the onslaught of UFO sightings? Are you concerned? That UFOs may be a threat to the security and the well-being of your business and your employees. Have, as a coxman, have you ever encountered any um, uh, extraterrestrial beings? I have. You yes. have? Well, yes. I was but at sea. Is it at sea? Is it usually after you've had a few pops?
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah. But no citrus. No citrus. No, no yeah. citrus. None whatsoever. Uh, no in fact, citrus. there was a time. Uh, this was back in the nineties. That I have six missing days. Eighteen oh, nineties. No, no, nineteen nineties. Okay. There was six days I can't account for okay out in the on the open sea.
1: On the open sea. We were asleep for these six days.
3: I'm not sure. Do you feel but you were probed? I do. I would. Yeah. You yeah. yeah.
1: probe?
2: Yeah. I no, I wouldn't probe. Okay. I, no, I know There the could have been some about. probing. There was a
3: flash of light. Next thing I knew, I was it was six days
1: later. Well, Emberly, Krista, you are both uh business women, you're astute. Um, Do you think that UFOs – what I'm referring to specifically is um, the UFO uh, study that's been done by the U.S. Congress um, that points out some of the concerns that we have as uh, a country with uh, uh, interactions with unidentified flying objects. The final report has been issued, been sent to the president. Congressman Tim Burkett, who was the chairman of the committee, said, quote, clearly is going on that we can't handle. We need to figure this out. Um, we need to take the issue of unexplained aerial phenomena seriously to the extent that we're dealing with the safety and the security of the U.S. Um, are we worried in this room about extraterrestrials and then, when they come to this planet, are we worried about them potentially taking our jobs?
2: Interesting. That's interesting
1: have you ever encountered an extraterrestrial
0: not that i know of but maybe that's a that's
1: a a wise
2: answer
3: well
0: my question is why would the
3: extraterrestrials take so much time and effort to come down here and spy on us and whatever else they're doing what is it about us that they really like or that they want that's
1: maybe they want the natural resources of the planet like in the movie armageddon
2: maybe the extraterrestrials have seen you in those workout shorts
3: Oh, well, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you
1: weren't supposed to see that.
2: that or was,
3: that would get me down there. Is there vitamin C in space? Maybe they. I don't think the... oh, there you is. You know what? You, you get space crazy, right? They call that spurvy. Do they? Spurvy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why they that Tang?
2: Yeah. is why they made Tang because if you get up there, that's right. You get yes. spurvy. Dang. And then you—you you have a just—you just need a shot. No, I think I think they're harmless
0: because they would have already harmed us if they wanted to. Yeah correct that's, that's what they point.
1: that's what a lot of people said about the nazis in world war ii
0: but there hasn't been right. as many sightings because between 1947 and 1969 there's there was 12,000 sightings but i don't think we've had that many so far
1: no not not recently we haven't but there are a lot of sightings that are very concerning and brad as a navy man would know that um a lot of the naval vessels are being um hindered by some of these ufos so
2: on occasion yeah but i i do think our coxman may be onto something there. they could have uh, as they say here you know, on, on the vineyard, they could have
3: wicked bad cases of sperm. Yeah. Do you? Now, no, let <laughs> me ask our. They're just looking for a source of vitamin C. Of vitamin C. That's as simple as that.
1: Let me ask our dear friend, the Coxman. Are you um, aware of any extraterrestrial encounters with some of your junior Coxmen? I am not. You are not. No. Are you aware of any former actresses that have lived on the vineyard? I am. Have you. Um, th- Encountered any? Yes. Like who?
3: Patricia Neal. Ah, the great actress. Mm-hmm. Yes, like Patricia who Neal lived. won a, an Academy Award. And she did in the this movie Hud right. with, with, with Paul Baldwin. Baldwin. Really? Right.
1: She was also and a figure skater, if I'm not. No,
3: that's Peggy Fleming.
1: Peggy Fleming. Different.
3: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's very different, actually. And Patricia Neal lived. It was either the next house or two houses down from where this this podcast is being broadcast from.
2: See, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Many Paul done. Newman left the set of that to go and invent ranch dressing.
1: Yeah, yeah. he did, which has you know, changed you, all our lives. You
2: wouldn't put those two things together, but that's precisely what happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, look, this is um, this is uh, good news. I mean, these are uh, superstars, actresses, and the like on the Vineyard, so that's good. We're we're happy for that and for uh, for uh, for you. And I, I would say this. Um, uh, our advice, and we take this whole extraterrestrial thing very seriously, mm-hmm. our advice is to listen to your employees and you should screen them to make sure that they are, in fact, human.
2: We have at least one that's not.
1: Yeah. Clearly from outer space. Yeah.
2: You can tell by the sideburns.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, keep up the good work and uh, look, as long as you're screening the coxswain, you're fine. Do you screen each other for ticks every time you come off Chappaquiddick? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. It's very good. Deer ticks. Deer tricks. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Very. You have to look at crevices for those. Lyme disease, that's right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. They can be devastating to a customer. Yeah,
3: that, that
2: oftentimes is.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, Brad, um, the um, the the award-winning, we won a bronze Stevie Award for Bard and Band, and Bard or Band. Mm-hmm. And this is where we take some hot-button issue that's critical to business owners and we talk about whether or not it should be barred or banned. Sometimes there's a person beaten is thrown in there. And sometimes yep. we say neither. Yeah. Right. Yep. Not often, but
3: sometimes.
1: It's a very important uh, segment. Have you, have you, As a coxswain, have you ever barred or banned anything?
3: Hmm. I mean, yes, we did ban a coxswain back in the 90s.
1: Yeah. For what reason? I can't say. uncoxswain like behavior? problems.
3: I can't say specifically what it was because it was not good gross
1: uncoxmanship
3: it was yeah that's
1: a good way to put it uh well brad um it's finally happened we've been talking about some of the issues with animals over the past few weeks i know it's near and dear to your heart lobsters lobsters being boiled elephants rampaging against china Mm -hmm. Um, chimpanzees murdering gorillas uh, gorillas, uh, and sharks um shark encounters being mischaracterized as shark attacks yeah
2: because you know when a shark bites you that's really just a sign of its affection
1: yeah. Well, finally, California has set us straight. Usually California is ahead of yeah, the way out there, ahead of the curve. And they help they help guide the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, California has passed um, its um, Animal Welfare Act. Good for them. Okay. They, yeah. Animal Welfare Act, which you includes have,
2: you don't have electric power, or clean water in California, but they have their animals.
1: You have hobos on the beach. People pooping in the streets. Yeah. Like Andre the Giant will be in a tub. Well, it was a giant yeah and it was japan it was uh but now so part of this is the legislature has said as part of this animal welfare proposition where they look out for the best interests of animals and whatnot
2: mm-hmm. they're not going to be happy about the gorillas i can tell you that
1: no i mean that's going to be next but right now they're focused on pigs and pig rights and california is going for a full ban of bacon Huh. So barred or banned, oh, well. I don't know which one is more severe. As a coxman, do you know if it's more severe to bar something or ban it?
3: You know, I don't know. Interesting. Do you would think know.
1: you would have had some research done on that. You would think so. I guess not. But anyway. Uh, I would think you,
3: they're more or less, are they interchangeable?
1: I don't know. But is, is yeah, bacon a staple is for a coxman?
3: Me? Oh, it is. Yeah. No, of yeah. course. <laughs> Fat back, they're going. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, Brad, what what, what oh, would bacon you Bacon and
3: eggs it's a coxman staple. Well,
1: in, in California now, there will be no more bacon. Well, there'll okay. be eggs for now uh, but they're banning what
2: about chicken rights
1: yeah I'm just, that, that's probably next Okay, that's probably next but i'm just telling you california is moving to ban bacon so you have eggs and hash browns um you won't have ham of course ham. but you can have impossible bacon which is a nice street Emberly, do you like impossible bacon
0: i like, sure don't
1: no no so would you be able to live in the state of california with a bacon ban? i just
0: probably want to eat bacon yeah
1: emily is well known to be a woman of refined taste. Yeah. She's not taller. <laughs> what about
2: turkey
0: bacon? I really like turkey
2: bacon. Yeah, again, turkeys have rights. This is see this this kind of behavior is the reason why California has to impose these rules and lead us all in the direction of righteousness. Do they still make They're happy to sacrifice a turkey to save a pig. Yeah. It's just not a fair trade. It's a meal. Spam. Yeah. yeah. It's not real meat, is it? I don't. I don't know what, what's in a spam. Spam. There is that? pork
1: in, in California's restaurants. Use uh, two hundred fifty five million pounds of pork a month. Wow. That is going to be reduced to nothing uh, if this if this is finally enacted. Um, so there's a big uh, there's a big dispute here. Brad, would you ban bacon?
2: No, I, of course I wouldn't.
1: You bar it then.
2: I, I wouldn't ban or bar. In fact, I happen to know that it is a matter of pride amongst the pig community to know that the next step for them when this life is over as it will be for all of us Uh, i mean none of us are going to get to be bacon yeah i mean we're going to have a lesser role in the afterlife than the average
1: you know who likes bacon my mother my mother yesterday your mother enjoys some bacon but she doesn't
0: like mushrooms
1: doesn't like mushrooms but the club wouldn't fit in her mouth the club foot and then she took the bacon off and then it fit
2: Mm -hmm. oh see i mean your mom's your
1: mom, she's got it going on. Yeah, she does. All right, so go around the horn. Should bacon be barred or banned? emberly barred. Krista,
3: none of the above. Coxman, none of the above. Bacon is like apple
1: pie. It's a staple. It's, it's a staple item. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. This country was one on bacon.
1: I'm going to say I'm going to say it should be banned because of the pigs' rights. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Well, uh, well, look, Brad, we've reached the end of another exciting episode. We have had the benefit of having a master coxswain here, third class. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this, Silas. Where, where are you headed from here? Bermuda. Oh, really? you Is got there, the shorts for it. Look out. Look at that, yeah. yeah. Seersucker. Seersucker. With a blazer. A little, somewhat odd, but, yeah. but classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Looking yeah, sharp. Yeah, it looks good. So Bermuda, that'll be nice. You'll take a little break down there from all the hullabaloo here. In Argyntown? yes. Will you be sailing out there with a whole crew of cocksmen?
3: I and I will.
1: Well that and when you leave, I assume a bunch of people will just be filming it and waving as you go. Yes. And do you have a letter of introduction to the Bermuda Yacht Club so that you'll be of course good.
3: You need a letter of introduction.
1: Yeah. Well that, that's a no-brainer. Okay.
2: Will you be sailing through the Bermuda triangle to get there? I believe so. All
3: right.
2: Well, I you know, I, I yeah, keep your wits about you. That's right. All right. Well, there you have it. I mean, this has been a whale of an episode, as we like to say here on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, it's It's, a humdinga. It's a humdinga. We're going to have some lobster. We actually are going to have some lobster. I'm looking forward to that. We are. And we appreciate the studio audience being here as always. UFO, no UFO. They show up every week. We appreciate our audience on the shortwave radio out there in Iceland, and we look forward to seeing you again next week on IP Frequently.
0: This has been IP Frequently. Once again clearing a forest of lies with the machete of truth, you're welcome.